Rebel Author Podcast, where we talk about books, business, and occasionally bad words. Hello, Rebels, and welcome to the Black Heron, episode 16. Today, we have a lovely fireside catch-up all about what we've been doing the last month. No book this month, but next month, we are going to be talking about our goals and a review of 2023 and the goals for 2024. So join us next time for that. Well, hi, Sasha Black. Hello, darling. How are you? I am so good. I feel like it's been approximately 28 years since I last saw your face. I don't know why that is, but I feel the same way. And I was like lying in bed last night going, I have no idea what we're going to talk about, but I think we're going to talk about maybe the end of the year. But um, when was like, oh, holy shit. <laughs> like just yeah. the presses, okay. because you know what, this is this is really important to me because I'm behind on every podcast in my life. So I haven't even heard you talk about it on your podcast yet. I'm not oh, there. Okay. So, and there will be people on my podcast who will not have heard it. And it's always fun to hear it when we're talking to each other. I heard a little bit about it on like just a private text thing, but I would love your overall opinion and feeling about how it went first. You were um, at 20 books to Vegas. You were the keynote. I was the keynote. I delivered two other um, presentations too. I would say it is one of the best weeks of my life ever. What? Yeah, 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 yeah. Like, for, like just on so many levels. So like, I think the biggest piece was like the closing off of a really long bit of work with strengths and um like mm. yeah just personal development so I, I'm sure we've talked about it on here before but like obviously my kind of lack of self-worth feeling kind of like not feeling like I'm lovable all of that kind of stuff and that was like a real moment of shift um in the conference where um I just got over it like I mean that's too um flippant to say it like that but Essentially, I've done like two years of work with Ellie in strengths coaching, getting over all the strengths wounds. And then so like, I don't even think this opportunity would have come to me if I hadn't done the work, like just to be a little bit woo-woo about it. Mm -hmm. But anyway, it came and it just felt like the closing of a door. The reason that I say that is because for the longest time, I would devalue any, any achievement that I'd got any win, any success, I'd be like, no, it wasn't good enough. Or I'd pick holes in it or I'd find a way to devalue it so that I didn't feel great about it. Um, and all of that is just just because, you know, all of our crap that we that we have in childhood and whatever. So um, but I didn't do that with this. I um got on stage and I'd kind of been saying to everybody, um, oh, I'm not afraid of the stage. And the thing is I was, I really was um, because it had been so long since I'd been on stage, but I, I could, I basically knew when they asked, I could only have one thing that I'd allow myself to stress myself out about. And so the choice was you can either be afraid of going on stage or you can be afraid of under delivering. So I chose that one and I was like, nope, I'm going to tell everybody that I'm fine about the stage. And do you know what? I said it so many times that I genuinely was fine. I stepped on that stage and I just smiled and it was like taking a hit of crack. Uh, <laughs> that's literally it the was, best. 
Yeah. And then, and then sort of closing that off as I came off stage for the following days, I received so much kindness from people. So many incredible comments that 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 it was such an overwhelming amount of positivity and kindness and just the most lovely heartfelt comments that I that on no planet in no universe could I have devalued what I did and so that felt like such a closing of a door I told you that I was getting those positive comments multiple positive comments from people who you know, know me a little bit better than they know you. So they would feel comfortable sending me the message. I saw Sasha and she was life-changing in the things oh. she said. <laughs> so you're getting these and you're, you're feeling this door close of yeah. the, of the monster. I, yeah, really, really. And I don't feel like the same person. I will, I am not the same person who went to Vegas that came home. I Holy am stronger. Crap. Yeah. I'm stronger. I'm more confident. I, I am kinder to myself like and it it was honestly like it's still every time I talk about it I get goosebumps because it really truly was a moment in time and it was a moment in time for multiple reasons because of what the conference represented in terms of like the end of 20 books and the beginning of um author nation and all of that stuff but just it it was you know and then I had I spent a lot of time with a, a couple of people and those were just you know, I, it was just a wonderful, wonderful week. There were wonderful times with friends, people who, you know, I I just adore. And it was just amazing. Everything about that week was amazing, except for Vegas. (laughs) Well, Vegas sucks. Everything about Vegas sucks. Oh, that city is designed to kill you. It's, (laughs) it's like Australia, basically. It's it's horrendous place. Australia and Vegas are designed to kill you. Yeah. (laughs) It was like that. I mean, I mean, seriously, it's designed to kill people. <laughs> it, it it hates you. It hates humans. <laughs> it hates humans. And and I take that back about Australia because Australia just naturally wants to kill you with animals and, and poisons. But but Vegas has been designed to like, even the wallpaper is there to fuck you up. Like, yeah. And the carpets like they. Was this your first just, time like, there? Yeah. No. Oh, oh, my God. Yeah. Oh. It was it was wild. The and last time I like was the... in Vegas, um, Joanna Penn happened to be there. Maybe it was twenty books. I can't remember. I just happened to be there. And we were coming through after the Grand Canyon, and we had left the Grand Canyon and Bryce Canyon and Zion, and which are the most breathtaking places in the world. Some of them, and then we went to Vegas, and it was an assault on every single sense. And in a way, like because I'm sober, so. It was a way of getting high, right? Like that. There's nothing. There's nothing real about it. Did it, did it make you feel? It makes me feel sick. It can give me migraines and nosebleeds. Oh, and it, it was horrendous. Like I did not sleep. I mean, part part of the not sleeping oh, yeah. was because of jet lag. Because the of jet course. lag was horrendous. I was up at four every day. Yeah. Um. But then, so I got so much energy from being on stage that I couldn't sleep. I literally slept for two hours the night of the keynote because I was just whacked off of my tits. I don't know how else to describe it. It was like I'd taken drugs. Yeah, All of that adrenaline and cortisol were surging through your system and they're not going to just like go out easily. And it lasted 36 hours. Oh no. (laughs) 
Yeah, it was. But also, like, what a high. <laughs> it was, I want I want that again. I got off the stage and I was like, I need a crowd of 5,000 now. Like, that was my that was my instant, like, instant thought was like, I need to do this again, but bigger. Um, How many yeah. were in the crowd there? Over a thousand, yeah, yeah, well over a yeah. thousand. There were eighteen hundred, over eighteen hundred there. So oh I don't know how many gosh. were there there, but the room was full. And I haven't checked on this, and I've asked you this before, and I forget everything. Um, this will be eventually online somewhere for like people yes. who didn't go to view. Maybe yes. you're not allowed to say this. No. Well. Oh, I do know what so, you're saying. I know what you're yeah. So I was a bit um sad that they didn't record my face. They only recorded the slides and my voice. Now, I did have some people come up to me who listened in their rooms and and still said lovely, kind things and still felt that it was very impactful. So that's great. And that kind of made me feel better. But um, also, I was a bit sad that my face and my liberal gesturing is not recorded for prosperity. But (laughs) I've I've got a couple of videos. I've got about 13 minutes of footage out of the... 40 I think it was so um I've got some that I can put somewhere that I'll do yeah. something with is that out is that up online yet at all or or no? not no not yet, not yet. when no. it is because the people who listen here are podcast people they don't care they're used to hearing your voice and your passion just voice wise podcast it was basically the the most impressive podcast presentation you've ever given just think of it that way yeah, your listeners yeah, will okay. love it. Most of your listeners <laughs> were not there. Most of my listeners were not there, and they want to hear you. And yeah, they can't wait. Yeah, 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 yeah. So hopefully not too much longer because they usually put it up about a month later, and it will go okay. on their um their YouTube their, channel, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. So anyway, how are you? Oh, I'm so boring compared to you, and, and we haven't even like talked to writing it, but we'll get back to that. Um, I'm very well i feel like i've been doing a million things and um i just closed my classes yesterday i i don't even the last time we talked was it a few days before the end of the month i can't remember had i decided to do nano yet no yeah i think no, you I was, were toying with it i i, I don't i don't even know if i toyed with it for like more than two seconds like i wasn't gonna do it period like it just wasn't you know i'm a nano ramo supporter i'm on the writer's board yay i don't know anything that's happening with the um oh it's just drama. about to ask <laughs> yeah no no the um the writer's board is ornamental we are involved in nothing except sometimes fundraising we're not the actual board so the board is involved in nanodrama. There was moderator, incredibly heinous behavior. And word on the street is NaNoWriMo staff, not board, but staff didn't act quickly enough. And so I trust that the board, who's a great entity and didn't know anything about it, are going to handle that appropriately. So mm-hmm. that said, I still, I'm still in love with NaNo. Um, and I decided, I, it felt like 12 minutes before um, you know November started, I was going to do it. And I invited my community to do it with me um, on the podcast and also on my Slack channel. And we had 600 people in there. Nano-ing. And I think that, you know, most people don't go all the way through to the end because Nano is a incredible, it, it is really an incredibly marathon. difficult challenge. And I know that Nano, the organization always sidesteps a little bit when they say, well, what percentage of people actually win, quote unquote, 50,000 words of writing a novel 
in the month of November. And I want to say it's something, and, and Nano, don't come for me, but whatever, you're really busy, you probably won't. I want to say it's only like 10% maybe of people who mm. cross that finish line. However, in my group, I was, I was already like, you know, fuck Nano, we're doing this our way. This was before the scandal even broke. This is an entire group of rebels. I want you to make a goal if it is 5,000 words in November, because you didn't write 5,000 last month, and you're doing it on nonfiction, not a novel, and you hit 5,000, you win. So let's just win together, make a goal and win. And I tell you what, it has been the most exciting channel because I've almost given up a million times because I've I've done Nano most years, 90% of the years since 2006. And I have won only about half of the time. I'm very comfortable not crossing the 50K line if if life happens. But this time, because I was with all of these people and I was cheering them on, I felt like I needed to. But also I would go into the channel on Slack and there would just be dozens and dozens and dozens of messages from the last day of people saying, I got this. I didn't get this. I'm trying this. And by the time I would be done reading that, I was like, oh, here we go. I'm going to write. And I got, and and today it it was, it's been the absolute best. We've had a weekly um, write-in and we had one impromptu two-hour write-in where I was just like, I am not going to write today. Help. And we just opened a Zoom. And um, uh, today's the 30th in um, New Zealand. So today's the last day of NaNo. And I have something like 1800 words to write, which I will do, even though it's a busy day, I will win today, barring- Oh, you can't not, you can't not I ordered the winner's t-shirt and tomorrow in our little winner uh, Zoom call, I will be wearing it. And yeah. <laughs> what I've done is I wrote, this is, you will you will laugh. Um, I, I, was, I decided to write this book about writing that I've been thinking about writing, this book about how to write um, gently and to be kind to yourself and still get the work done. And I have written 50,000 words of this brand new book. And then just this morning when I was like, what are Sasha and I going to talk about it? What have, what have I done this year? I went and looked, I'm like, oh yeah, I was doing those 500 words. I wrote about 60 K in those five, that 500 word a day challenge. What was I writing? And I found about 30,000 words of the same book that I've been writing for Nano, but I didn't know it (laughs) like, but different stuff. So I also, so now I have like 80K. So I just, I just did 30,000 words today. Um, <laughs> I have this 80K book, which is not done yet. It'll probably go to about a hundred and then I'll have to edit it back. But it's all, it all fits in this book and it doesn't overlap. For some reason, I didn't overlap. And um, that is amazing and, and seriously impressive because I do end up overlapping. I, well, I think there are sometimes, like there have been sometimes this month, I'm like, I feel like I've said this recently, but not this month. So there will be some, <laughs> there there will be some kind of, and I actually have a code to myself. It's the word, all caps, used, question mark. And it means, have you used this idea? Have you used this phrase? And then I go and search in the document for later because I don't look it up then. But so I'm so pleased. And then I don't think I've said this anywhere, but I've been racking my brain. Like, what do I call it? Chuck Wendig has that great book, The Gentle Writer, which I think is a great title and I wanted, um, but he'd already, he just came out with it not that long ago. Great, good for him. And then <laughs> I was just racking my brain. I was like, well, I'm writing a book about writing. What? I just, I have no idea. And I'm you know talking to AI and trying to get title ideas. And then I'm like, oh, or I could call it, how do you write? <laughs> Sasha is bent over at this point. <laughs> I'm so dumb. <laughs> like, yeah, yeah. What are you going to call it? Like, <laughs> I can call it the name of my 
almost 400 episode podcast. Like if I ever wrote a memoir, it would have to be called The Rebel Author. Right. (laughs) Right? But it would take you, but it would take you almost a year to even have it cross your mind. (laughs) (laughs) And then it will have some nice subtitle with ease or gentleness or something like that. But yeah, so I've been writing this book almost accidentally all year. I absolutely love it. Actually, this whole book is fuck around. Because the 500 words were going, you know, like, they're, they're just fuck around words. Nana was fucking around. Oh, it makes me like it even better. Yeah, exactly. I can't wait. So you're going to release it next year. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. Oh, my goal is amazing. to have it totally done by the end of December. And honestly, it's going to be a lot easier now that I just found those 30,000 words. And I was looking at the titles of some of the things that I've been writing. I'm like, oh, yeah, I was going to write about that. I was going to write about that. And I now I don't have to. Oh, my God. I absolutely love it. Oh, I do. So I haven't, I think I've only done, tried like maybe three or four nanos. I know I won the first one. I did not do Nano this month. Because no, you I are just... in recovery mode. <laughs> I, it's been very surprising, like how long I've needed to recover. To be fair, when I came back, I had one night of sleep. And then the following night, my son got some kind of neuro thing. And then Chloe got it. So like I had a whole night of no sleep after a plane flight and, you know, sort of half a night's sleep. So then, and then I went out this past weekend with university people who I haven't seen in 15 years. And Oh, so you've been, you've been literally, your heavy. brain is recovering and your body has been recovering. <laughs> yeah. So, you know, I am not on top form quite yet. <laughs> okay. So what is going on for you writing wise? Cause I, every month I lose track of where you are in your, okay. in your cycle. So I naively, why am I so naive? I'm no, I don't I take it back. I'm optimistic. Yeah, I'm it's like, not naive. Opt- it's, up- it's not naivety. It's where is your positivity? It's not no low. It, it is low. Very low. It's no, it's competition achiever, something else, I think. Okay, Thinking that's that right. we can do yeah. all the things. Yeah. And activate a line to me about time. Um <laughs> Um, so I am working on the first book. Oh, so I released the last book, I think, just on the day that we spoke. Yes. How did it go? Good. It went really well. Yeah. Yeah. So um, uh, highest month last month ever. Really? This, this, yeah, this month is going to be, it might just beat last month. I'm really hoping it does. Sasha, um, I'm so pleased. I'm yeah, not surprised, like, but I'm so pleased. Like things are changing slowly financially but they are changing in a good way slowly but I'm very happy about these things I'll Um, remind you annoyingly that your slow is other people's light speed I'm just (laughs) saying it can be it can still be slow to you yeah Yeah. Yeah. what do you mean it wasn't yesterday I mean, that's how fast I want it. But anyway, um, I feel like, have you ever seen the movie Click? No. Oh, my goodness me. It's Adam Sandler and he has this remote and he gets really annoyed. So he like presses fast forward through some of like the slow bits or like the arguments or the bits that he doesn't. And obviously then like it learns his behavior. So then it fast forwards through the things that he doesn't want because he thinks. And it's like, I always feel like I need to learn that lesson. (laughs) 
That's a but good premise. Yeah. yeah, it was. It was. Yeah, yeah. It's silly. Adam's all Adam's of course. films are yeah. silly, but it was great. Anyway, I can't remember what I was saying. Oh, um, yeah. So that came the release out. went well. Yeah. Release went well. Got back from Vegas. Really thought I would like just take two days and then start writing. <laughs> <laughs> oh, so cute sweet smart um, child <laughs> I know right and then like I basically talked to somebody and they were like oh I think you should be doing this and I was like fuck you're right and so I had to completely destroy the outline and start all over again and ah. this time yeah and and it was a big like the essence of the story is the same but it was making it more marketable so I was happy to do it even though I whined about it for at least a week <laughs> so I started writing yesterday how did it feel um excellent I so don't I I have did I start writing yesterday I don't know I have 17,000 words I haven't written 17,000 words in two days but I think I salvaged <laughs> you salvaged a few I and then, yeah. I've salvaged a few yeah, yeah. so I'm now over 17,000 words I, I've done 10k in the last since yesterday um but I need to finish this book before my kid breaks up from holidays, like have it with my beta readers. So it's and when is eight. that? We are recording on the 30th of November. When is that? Uh, when does school? So, well, he finished. I so love this face. This is, I'm getting to know this face. It's like, oh God, I don't want to say it out loud. I know, exactly. Yeah, that's exactly. <laughs> that is legitimately what this face is. Um, well, my dra- I have to finish drafting by the 15th. <laughs> But you love that kind of push, right? Mm. It's a it's it's a little bit bum squeaky, if I'm honest. <laughs> There's a phrase that Americans don't say that we absolutely should. Bum squeaky. We yeah. don't. I don't even say right saying that. I don't sound right. You just sound amazing saying that. Yeah. <laughs> you could do it. You could do it. What are the What are the odds of you doing it? Oh, I love asking you that question because your brain yeah. goes, I'm going to say a hundred, but it's actually not. Yeah. Like <laughs> 70, 30, I'd say. I That's think pretty I'm, good I'm odds. Pretty, I'm pretty confident. The reason I'm confident is um, I have an out, I I start, I found Plotter for the first time and um, it's changed my life. Oh my goodness. What, do you, what do you like about it? Because, um, you know, okay, I'm going to, I'm going to preface this by saying I am not a plotter and perhaps that is why I have never made this app work for me can you tell people who don't know what it is a little bit about what it is and why it's working for you so it's basically like digital post-its which is what I like but what it does is you can import story structure into it so let's say you use save the cat Mm -hmm. it's it actually has some templates already embedded in it but you can also write up your own story so you know inciting incident first point turning point whatever you can put those in there and save it and then you can then put them into your book so you you can have this storyline and then you can have multiple ones so for somebody like me who writes fantasy which is like an action adventure plot plus a romance plot yeah I can see both the romance beats and the action adventure beats together and then above that I can then put my outline and so all my scene cards so this this story is wildly ambitious it's dual timeline four points of view across the series yeah I just (laughs) I revise it down to 60 40 (laughs) 
Wow. Yeah. I don't know, but don't you think that sometimes the bigger challenges are actually easier to hit? Well, yeah. And so the normally I have like 26 post-its. That's my average. But with this, I've written so much more in the outline, so much faster because I type fast. So actually I've got a more comprehensive outline. And so in a way that's going to help me be faster yeah. So I don't know. We'll see. I mean, I've I really liked it. You can move everything around and it's also can become your your kind of like story bible as well if you like put your character notes in and like in some of the um like my what what I'm calling my post-its so like where I've got a scene card or whatever. You can stick pictures and things in it. And because I'm so visual, I'm just like slapping stuff in there and yeah, I love it. It's really And I know you can connect me. it to your scrivener if you want to too. Didn't know that. You can import it in so then I think it'll fill in the sidebar, but I don't, but I don't, but that is what I've heard and I've never done it. Um, so don't know. Yeah. I mean, I have split screen, so I just have it open yeah. here and perfect. Yeah. And for yeah. people who are wondering, this is P L O T T R plotter. Yeah. yeah. I want, yeah. I will like, so, a, I would like a follow up um, when you're done. Yeah. Okay. How, it, how it went for you. Uh, okay. So we're going to have a lot to talk about at the end of December. <laughs> Yeah, I was shitting my pants because I really want this one out in February. Um, so if I don't, I, I basically have, it's black and white. I have to finish before Christmas or it won't. And I've booked the editor. So you, yeah. then you, you will, you will do this. Yeah. And and this is the what book in the what series? <laughs> this is the last book in the, in the first book in a first new book series. In, the, in, in this, this is vampires? Vampire romance. Yes. So yeah. you're so excited to get into the vampires. Oh my God. Because they're like catnip. Do you have a genre yeah. that's like catnip for you? Yeah, it's um exceedingly boring. It's like the mother-daughter story. That's okay. but that's my that's my catnip. But if it if it's actual catnip, which I can't write, it is um any cult memoir. <laughs> oh, I've read a couple. Oh, one click. They are fascinating. Yes. Yes. Yeah. 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 Oh, you can. I want some recommendations. I I find them fascinating. Okay. Yeah. I've read a couple and was like, I literally, I was so naughty. I was such a bookworm. We had a big Easter thing and loads of our family were over and I was just like cooking like this. (laughs) (laughs) Book in one hand, whisk in the other. (laughs) Yeah, literally. And then like after dinner, everyone was like, is she gonna like talk to us? I was like, no, I'm sorry. I read the whole book in the day. Really good holiday. <laughs> really good holiday. It was amazing for me. One of my best friends reads and walks, and she walks for like an hour a day, and outside in the city in Oakland. She's just got the Kindle in front of her, and she's walking. I would trip in five minutes, and she never has, nor has she been uh, mugged and awkward. Like <laughs> I, I don't know how I feel about that though, because like I love on the one hand the fact that you're moving, but on the other hand, I'm like if I'm moving outside. I, I want to see outside. I'd rather walk on a treadmill and read. Yeah. I don't know how she Like I do it. that. That's amazing. <laughs> I'm like well impressed. Anyway, I would probably headbutt a tree knowing me. <laughs> oh, I'm so excited about this book. And so the last series is done for now? Done, 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 done. done. The, one of the side characters in the last book is the protagonist in the new book though. So Bad I tried to, you. yeah, yes. I tried pretty hard to make sure there was some like, like another doorway in. But, yes. Well yeah. done. I... Yeah. So I'm excited. I'm excited. But so what are you working? You're going to finish this 
writing book and then what's happening with with the miracles the seven miracles and stuff. seven miracles i've got to revise that by march so i'll start in february oh. the end of february yeah. <laughs> it's really a, a very light revision so and then and then that doesn't even come out till 2025 so it will like it's just it doesn't exist to me anymore it's just gone which is a, next year is a, the year of like all the feeling. publishing for you isn't it yeah that's what i'm that's what i'm hoping for i'm hoping for um unstuck the new zealand memoir and this writing book and hopefully the recovery memoir um the only thing that so i've done i've gone great guns this month but the only thing i haven't done is started uh doing the audio recording for unstuck which i really need to do because that's the next thing and then as soon as that's almost in the can then i can start launching the kickstarter um i don't want to do it until then because i think that would just put pressure on me to I don't know. I don't, I don't know. That's very wise. Yeah. And I also don't have a cover yet for Unstuck. Um, and I that absolutely has to come right about now. And I have just been like stumped on who to hire and what I want to have on the cover. Um, I've been looking, you know, at all the comps for basically this is happiness self-help memoir or really happiness memoir. And in that category, there's not, there's, there's no overarching cover Unifying. design. Yeah. There's, there's nothing that unifies these things. And so what happens is then I'm looking at the, you know, the, the bestseller list and I'm moving toward what I like, but I don't know if that's good. Um, and I put out a couple, this is uh, irritating. I put out a couple queries to cover designers and haven't heard back anything. Like I've chosen my favorite one and no, absolutely no response. I should go check spam actually. Cause usually people will send back at least to like, sorry, can't right now. Acknowledgement. Yeah. yeah. And I know that yeah. some of my emails have been going to spam. So I hadn't thought about that, but um, I did have a feverish, I was not, I did not have a fever, but it felt like I had a fever when I had one afternoon and evening when Lala was out of the house. And I just, you know how sometimes you just, well, I know, you know, you go deep, dark into a hole of doing something that is just so fun and you know, is not profitable, but you've got to do it. And I was making the cover for it. I was making the cover. I was using like AI pieces to put in and then arranging in Canva and using Photoshop to move things around. And, and I came up with some fantastic ideas and I told myself tomorrow, these aren't going to look that great. And tomorrow came in, they don't look that great. Cause you know what? I'm not a cover designer. And the one thing I always tell everyone is hire your covers. Some of the most important money you will ever spend on your book. And I still like really enjoy, I guess I learn in doing that. I learn what not to do. Like what I don't want but I also think like if you are not the sort of person who buys all three of their covers for the next series in advance then (laughs) then actually having that cover is quite motivational to get the thing done like before I used to book my covers in advance I used to make a cover in Canva because I needed to see it as motivation so like I get doing that like I think I think I think it's great that's Um, a great idea that is a great idea for people who have never played with that to actually see the title and their name on the book. Exactly. Yeah. So I do have a question for you. Yes. Do you have a word or phrase for next year? I do not yet. But I but the I normally with the word or phrase for the year, I go with my gut. And, you know, it comes to me immediately and it's going to be launch. 
Ooh. That's the one that that's the one that came. And if you tell me that that was my word of the year last year, I'll smack you. But I don't think it was. I think last year it was connect. I think um, it was connect this year. And or, or something like that. And I have definitely yeah. done that. I have. Uh, so, but my, it Mine is, was it joy, is. Lunch. I think. What, really? I think so. I think because I have, I kept the, the post-it that we, I'm sure I kept the post-it that we, we did in here somewhere. I don't know. I'm just chucking. I love that you just pulled out a piece of paper and like four post-its flew in the air and stuck to Sasha's body. (laughs) (laughs) It's in here somewhere. Um, Yeah, I'm pretty sure mine was, I don't know, I can't find it, whatever. Um, I'm pretty sure mine was joy. It was the year of joy. I was going to do everything for joy. And I have tried really hard to do that. Mine for next year is um, niche and nurture. Tell me more about that. So um, one of the things that I kind of realized in Vegas, and some of this is because of the stuff that Joanna talks about, but also I think just because of like the type of sessions and the conversations that we were having, um, I really feel like the industry is splintering um, into smaller and smaller niches um, and smaller and smaller communities. And I don't think that's a bad thing necessarily. I think what that's doing is providing more opportunity for people to get what they actually want and be in a community that actually sees them, understands them and appreciates them. And are you um, speaking think, directly of writers in the industry or also readers? Um, both. Okay. And so one of the things that I'm seeing is, you know, this fracturing of business models. You know, years ago it was trad or indie, then it was KU or wide. Well, I don't really think we have that so much anymore. And it's been shifting for a while. But, you know, there was so much impetus put on direct selling and but not just direct selling. It's like, are you a Kickstarter you know, girl or are you a, you know, mm-hmm. a Shopify girl? Are you a this? Are you a that? And, you know, then there were people there that were making money doing in-person stuff. And then there were people that were making money with, you know, fucking 10 page poetry books or whatever, you know. So like there were just it just felt like a real diversification in business models and and community. And one of the things I was worried about with the loss of 20 books is that we wouldn't have that central community hub. Now, look, I know not everybody subscribes to 20 books ethos, and that's fine. I'm not saying that we all should. But the space that they provided was welcoming to all as long as you weren't a dick, right? Um, you know, and for and people who don't had... know, 20 books is shutting down. It was purchased by Author Nation, or it's going to be called Author Nation? The Facebook group remains. Okay. The 20 books to 50K conference Conference. is gone. Right. The conference is gone. The the contracts for the hotel were brought by Author Nation. Got it. Um, And so I was worried that we were going to lose that kind of connected, you know, space together. And even though not everybody in the community went, it was still a focal point. Anyway, I don't think that that is the case at all anymore. I think Author Nation are going to do a pretty good job of trying to keep everybody together, one. But also, I think we, we've we got this natural fragmentation. I think this happens, like, in ecosystems anyway. You, you have, like, this centralization and then a fragmentation and then a centralization and then a fragmentation. Just look at governments and, and you know, right. it, and society, right? right? So, and we, we've had this centralization for a really long time in the community, and I do think that we're splintering. And I actually am quite excited about that and so the reason I've come up with Nation Nurture is because 
my niche is what has given me my freedom. So I want to stay niched next year, um, stay niche in terms of, you know, the author community side of things as well, but also nurture it. Like I feel like I have been so busy and fractured over the last couple of years that I have lost some of that connection. So for me, it is about, you know, doing more live things, more speaking, more just connecting more with the kind of the key audiences. But also, and I haven't said this to you. Tell me. So I did joke earlier on about wanting to do like to speak to more people, like in terms uh-huh. of like a bigger audience and stuff. I I actually think I was meant to do that. Excellent. I agree. Yeah. Yeah. So that is something so else. Be moving that toward I, that. Yeah. Yes. That's a big I thing don't know to what say. That looks like. It is a big thing to say. Yeah. I don't know what that looks like, but I need you to don't, do that. I I believe that you actually don't need to know what it looks like yet because that's got your you're open to it you're moving that direction you have closed the pesky flapping door that was telling you you couldn't that you weren't enough and you don't have that anymore and now you can freely move toward whatever that is yeah oh that gives me chill i am very excited like it was (laughs) it's, it's been a whole the whole thing. So, <laughs> so Nisha, yes. Nisha nurture suits that perfectly. Um, and as and I was I was looking at my word launch. I think I'm going to um I'm going to revise mine to be a little bit like yours, and I'm going to say launch and lift. Oh, good, right? Talk to me about the lift. The lift is what it's connected to the connect of this last year, in that writing books is one thing for me. But being in connection and being in community and helping others is equally important to me. So if I'm lifting others and helping them launch and I'm lifting myself and helping myself launch, those two words, I think, have to go together for me. I have to remember to connect with the community and to continue helping because that's what I love to do. And this particular book, How Do You Write, (laughs) will be doing that. It's basically the book of my writing ethos. You know, this is... Have you ever answered your own questions on your show? Yes. Somebody did a show with me when I did it. And I can't remember. I can't... Who did did that show with me? I'm going to be embarrassed when that says, it was me. It wasn't Jay. But I can't remember. I'll find. I'll find where it was. You may yeah. have to redo it to see if it's changed over the years. It's like, probably changed. Celebrate the launch and the questions have changed too um, on the show. So I probably haven't done it in a while. But mm. yeah, that would be a, a good launch episode. That's a oh, and maybe I'll have you interview me. <laughs> there we go. Oh well, that would yeah. I mean, I, I you know I would do it, but I do think you should do that because. That's a great it's idea. It's the title of the show and the book. <laughs> so you can't not. It would be rude not to. That is a very good point. That would be really weird if I did it. <laughs> I know, right? I think it was when I had a book come out, which, you know, it was probably for my last book release that I had somebody come on the show and interview me. But um, yeah, I'll, I will do that again. Yeah. It has been yeah. a long time since I had a book come out and I would really like to make that happen. And this year was supposed so- to be more releasing but it just has not happened so are you going to draft next year as well or do you think it will be mostly editing and launching 
I would like it to be editing and launching. Um, however, I have really gotten a boost out of all this writing I've done this year. Like I've done, I've written, you know, a book and a half this year or a little bit more plus the Patreon stuff. <laughs> and I'm just continuing my practice of, of collecting things that I will have to revise to release. But, but I do love the drafting and the thing about the drafting for me, the 500 words a day thing, which I, which I have not done in months, but I think I'm going to re recommit to that in the beginning of the year, because that felt really generative to me. I really liked showing up and writing just what I wanted with a little bit more forethought. Like I just found out that I wrote a lot in the book I accidentally wrote in November in the 500 words. So that's fantastic. I knew that they were going to go somewhere, but I would like to know a bit more about where I'm, where I'm heading with these words. Cause otherwise it does feel like, well, am, am I just practicing writing words and sentences and I'm never going to go back to them? Cause I don't go back to them. I'm, I'm so busy either writing the next 500 or doing the actual work of my job of writing that I, I was just glancing through some of the little pieces that I've written. I'm like, wow, yeah, no, I've, I have no recollection of writing these. There's not a wit of editing. There's you know, sentences incomplete. <laughs> I love that though. Like I quite often, if I go back and open any of my books, I'm like, I have no memory of like writing <laughs> that sentence or th this scene even. So I'm doing TikTok a lot, lot at the moment. Ah. And um, what somebody said to me, oh, you know, just go to all your sex scenes and then whittle them down to like a, a one-two punch or like a one-two, one-two punch for TikTok. And I yeah. was like, right, right, right. I can't remember any of my sex scenes. <laughs> <laughs> and that's like six in each book. So it was like, how the fuck, like, what, I mean, am I going to have to read these books again? Like, no. <laughs> That's a great, simple TikTok way to do it, though. Oh, my yeah. goodness. I I was so in love with TikTok, and I think I still am in a in a deep level, but I don't know if I've told you that I, I stopped looking at it about, oh, interesting. about five months ago, maybe. I just, one day I was on it and it almost made me feel queasy, like seasick. Like while I was, while I was scrolling, I've had, I've actually had vertigo caused by too much scrolling on Instagram, which is so embarrassing, but I'm wondering if like TikTok, it was like, is uh, that was, that was just ridiculous. That was a day when I was on it for like four hours and not feeling well, but, um, but, I, but I just kind of closed it and didn't want to go back. And I've gone to it a couple of times and my sister is the best TikTok curator in the world and she sends me the best TikToks. So I have months of the best TikToks, the niche ones that we love to go through. And I just haven't done it yet. So I am not a scroller See, on that, social media. That's yeah, that's good. I, I like I find it very easy to just close it or yeah. to not get sucked down the rabbit hole. You um, are wife, anomalous. I am. I know that. I know that. So last night, for example, um, I had come across a very funny TikTok. I obviously spend time on it because I'm trying to, right. but I, I'm very, um, uh, I go on there. It's a work account. I'm doing work on there. Yeah. Anyway, so I'd found this TikTok that I thought she'd find funny. So I sent it to her, but she just said to me, I want to read. And I was like, okay, listen, watch this. And then put the phone down. She never read. No. Oh. And I asked her three times. I asked her three times. I was like, do, you know, you because you can't tell her. I was like, do you fancy reading now? Do you feel like now is a good time to read? Like, shall we read now together? Like, 
it was too late because she was scrolling and I was like and, and I literally said to, to it before I gave I gave her the 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 link I was like I'm giving you this because I only want you to watch this one reel one it's too late it was too late she couldn't she couldn't she just that was it so then lost another hour so she is definitely like a scroller of videos and she was like it on Facebook and then now she, and then Instagram and TikTok is where she does it but um I don't find any joy in that I would rather read um, yeah. So, that, and that's quite... where my brain has switched over. It just, it doesn't, yeah. it's not finding value in scrolling anything. The only thing I do enjoy scrolling right now is a Reddit, but I have a 15 or 20 minute lock on my phone. So it goes off because Reddit feeds my input and Reddit curates all of my highest interests into oh, a feed. Cool. And this person is talking about making kimchi and this person is talking about Wellington and this person is talking about reactive dogs. And it's all questions that other people are answering. And for me, that feels really good. And I'm conscious that I want that, but I also need to limit it. So then the phone goes off and my heart goes, Ugh, and then- But where is your input? Number one. Yeah. So Which is why I can't- also. What's, what's that? You need it. I, I do need it. And I, but I also need to control it because reading is my favorite input. So now I have blocks on the phone for all social media that tempts me, except TikTok doesn't tempt me for like, you know, five minutes at a time if I need to go in and do something business wise. And then I've just been reading so much, so, 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 oh, so much. Really? And have you that been tracking your reading? So good. Yeah. Well, I mean, I track my reading, but I don't read as much as um, somebody I know named Sasha Black reads, but I will tell you what I have. Where I, I am with I my reading. Read. I have not read. I don't know what I read. Stop it. Time. You are such a reader. No, no. Yeah, no, no, I am. I, I'm still, I was really hoping this was the year that I would beat my best year. I don't, I'm not going to do that. Well, your best year was ridiculous. What was it? It was. And, uh, it was 120. Oh my God. Yeah. I'm at 71, which is um, 71 for 2023, which is, which is good. The average human doesn't, well, the average person doesn't even read, but the average person reads like five bestsellers a year. That's it. Oh, I feel so filled up by the books that I've read this year. And, and last, I've had the goal of 52 books for a few years and I always um, meet or beat that just a little bit. So this year I put it, maybe last year I did this too. I made the goal a hundred because I will fail, but I, but I really like when I, you know, go into Goodreads and like put the book, especially if it's a paper book, you've got to go to Goodreads and put it in that you finish it. Yeah. And it'll tell you how fast you have to read for the rest of the year to meet your goal. And I love That's being told. I love, I love like it. Got to do 3.3 books. Put it, why don't you put it at 75? Oh, that's a good idea. Because then it's close. It's it's enough of a goal that it's a stretch, but yeah. it's also close enough that you're actually pretty likely to do that. That's and so you'll stay idea. on track. And by staying on track, I might it's go more over. motivating. Yeah. Right. Because that's what I do. I refuse to set it higher than 100, even though I know in my head I'm aiming to go over 100 because I want to beat it. I have <laughs> to beat it. <laughs> that's so, a great idea. Yeah. And I could change it right now. Yeah, and you we've could. got a whole month left. And you could get four books in, in a month. You could oh, easy. do that. Easy. You could do that. <laughs> oh, how good you gonna feel when you beat it? <laughs> the, the competition comes out to roar. <laughs> I love it. I'll get a little bit high. I know, I just, I'm like just overheated. My face is red. <laughs> I know, I'm feeling hot, like for you. That's amazing. That's what I'm going to do. I'm going to How many competitive right after women this. does it take to set a good race goal? <laughs> very, very sexy. <laughs> oh dear. Okay, so you said you've read some amazing books. Hit me. Um, okay, because um, 
obviously, as soon as you say that, I've never read a book before in my <laughs> in my I'm sorry. I life. You know what? Me. I've been on a I've been on a Lisa Jewell tear. Have you ever read her for Thriller? Do you read Thriller at all? I don't, but I think my wife has read a Lisa Jewell. She is phenomenal. She's such a good writer, and she came out with this book, um, The Family Upstairs. I think it was uh, Family Somewhere in the House a few years ago. And then I just found out she had the family remains and Oh, remains is a play on words. Um, but the way she structures this, these books are so phenomenal. And she actually beat herself in the second book. It was better than the first, which is so hard to do when a book is phenomenal. And so if anybody likes thriller, anything by Lisa Jewell, have you read yellow face? Have we talked about yellow face? Yes. Yeah. I think we, we talked about that. That yeah. was, that was, I loved absolutely- it. I loved it. I didn't I love the ending, but I loved the book. Don't actually remember the ending, but um, ending was a letdown. It just sort of petered out. Yeah, I hate that. Um, and yeah. I did. I read. Um, in terms of like, have you read Beach Read by Emily Henry? No, not Beach Read. Sorry, Book Lovers by yes. Emily. So darling. Oh, it I was. Loved. It was lovely. Was and lo- then, not really my thing, but I did enjoy it. It wasn't my thing either, but I read it actually at the beach on a retreat, and it was perfect. That's so much. Um, and then the other one that just I think is probably going to be my favorite for the year is A Tale for the Time Being by Ruth Ozeki. It's um slightly okay, so it is it's written by Ruth Ozeki, who is who and it's almost a fictional memoir. The main character is her, but it's a novel, a speculative fiction novel about a little girl on the other side of the world in Japan, Ruth Ozeki is Japanese American and they're living these kind of parallel lives. And it's, but it's really about her and her, she's writing about her husband and her town, but then the little girl is over here. It's the weirdest, wildest, beautiful, most beautiful book ever. I loved it. How do you want people to love your books? Ooh, what a great question. Like how, how I, do you want them to like, how? I know, I like, know the answer. Okay. I want I them. To, I know the answer. I want them to read the book and then close the cover and have a big like, like happy sigh, and then, like, if, if I'm picturing them holding it in their hands, it's not on the Kindle, it's in their hands, and they go and they look at it, and usually they give books away when they're done with them, like I do, but this one they put on their keeper shelf, and they go back to it when they need a boost when they need something to fall into that they know will make them feel good. And I have been lucky enough to have people tell me that they reread my books for that reason. Um, um, so that, and that- That's because it, that's, you write like, com- like you write like hugs in a book, right? I write hugs in a book and I can't help it. It just, it just happens. <laughs> Whether it is memoir, fiction, whatever it is, that's just, and- um, but It's because you're a hug in a person. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, I want to turn it around on you. How do you want readers to experience your books? So for my nonfiction, I want them mm. to be the most dog-eared, coffee-stained, chocolate-smudged, sticky-tabbed, <laughs> penned, scribbled-on books in the history yeah. of books. Like, yeah. I want them to be velveteen rabbits. Like, oh. there is nothing better than when somebody shows me one of my nonfiction books that has been loved to death and is, like, falling apart. Because I'm like, yes. Good. I get um, that. I only have one nonfiction writing book and it's Fast Tractory Memoir, but people will post that on social media sometimes on their desk with all of the tabs. And it just 
melts. I melt. That's on my TBR for next year, by the way. Ah, I think you'll like for reasons. <laughs> I'm so glad. Yeah, I thought you might be. Um, but for my fiction, I don't know. It's I think I get very split because I I feel like I I have different types of books in me, and they don't all they don't all do the same things. So I think that I want people to feel a little feral. <laughs> I was going to say like the word excitement is. Yeah. And I think that yeah. that is over all of your books, regardless of genre. And I think oh, that even in your nonfiction that comes out, the really? excitement, what excitement, the, yeah. the for, absolutely the ferality, the ferociousness, the, um, it, and it's your competition. It's the way you drive a reader of fiction forward or the writer you're helping forward. You are a driver. Would you agree? Yeah. 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 I always feel like I have, um, have you seen Fast and Furious, any of them? Uh, of course. Yes. Yeah. So you know how they have like the big red button? Yeah. They like flip. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I am the button. <laughs> you're a hug and I'm nitrous oxide. <laughs> Wait, what did you say? What was the last part? You said is it nitrous oxide or something oh, yeah, like that? Yeah, the NOS, the NOS gas. That's me. I'm NOS gas. I'm the hug. You're the crack. Yeah. <laughs> I think nitrous oxide doesn't last very long, whereas it's crack, you can go a while. I think. I mean, I'm yeah. But <laughs> that is so true. You've got you've got fast and you've got faster. <laughs> Fast and Furious, that's, that's me, right? Fast and, and Furious. furious. <laughs> that's a great chain of movies. Yeah. Yes. So yeah. And I wonder if that will ever change for either of us. It probably won't. I th- I I think that people come with the personalities that they're born with, and I think that mm-hmm. writers come with the voice they're given. And when you're writing at 95, people will still be saying, "Oh my God, that's <laughs> such a oh, I'm exhausted." Yes. by what yes. she got like, done yeah 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 I like the thought of people being exhausted after they've like in the best way possible though right and like not a, and it's never in a drained feeling it is in a I can't I can I now cannot wait to take on the world yeah that's yeah. that's what yeah. you do oh yeah I like that the the ending thought is like when you finish a Sasha book I can't wait to take on the world and when you finish a Rachel book it is like I want to go hug my dog yeah, <laughs> that really does like summarize us. Ex- I think so. Effectively. I think that's why we do so well together. Yeah. All right. So, what what shall we talk about next month? What should we plan on? So that oh, will be the end of the year goals. for us. It has to yeah. be goals. Yeah. Review yes. review of the review year and goals. goals for next year. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. You know I love those. I love. Those. Yeah. I, I well, but I need to make a note to go back and well, either find the p. It's on this one of these very large yellow post-it, so I know oh. what it looks like. I've just got to find it because I wrote them all down. So I think it might be in my bullet journal. I'll find it. Yeah. <laughs> awesome. Awesome. Yeah. All righty. Okay, my friend. Happy writing, and I'll talk to you soon. Bye. Don't forget to tune in and subscribe on your podcatcher. And when you have a moment, please leave a review. 